And get a horse. Get a horse. <laughs> get, a, get a horse instead. Get two. Get. Knock yourself out. Hello and welcome to Rekindling Relationships with Beck and Vern. As well as podcasting, we run relationship workshops for organisations, as well as fun, creative dates to reconnect couples. We live in Bendigo with our blended family of four teenagers and a menagerie of animals. Welcome to our podcast designed to answer all the tricky questions to do with relationships, done in a fun, sometimes a little silly, but hopefully an informative way. Hey everyone. Welcome back to Tricky Questions. This is Tricky Questions number seven. As we like to do things by seven, because Beck's really superstitious. <laughs> Not. <laughs> it's nothing to do with anything really particular um, about things <laughs> being in order. So I'm a little bit OCD and I want <laughs> everything must be like this and Beck's superstitious. So not. Time for tricky questions, number seven. Ben has no idea what I'm going to ask him. I have no idea in general going on in the world. You're supposed to be the wealth of knowledge here. Oh, sorry, yes. The guru, relationship let's advice. Not, let's not say guru because we seem to have watched a few Netflix series which are all about these gurus who are a little bit weird, a little bit off, and a little bit sexually predatory. <laughs> so so maybe rather than guru, let's, let's call me the font of all knowledge. <laughs> Let me call I could be the oh wise one. Oh god. Yep. We're not Is gonna, that we'd like to be addressed. We're not as even now. yep from now on. We're not gonna be using Google. We're not gonna Googling thing, we're gonna be verning things. Just vern it. <laughs> tell the can we tell the kids that? Can we tell our teenagers? And they're like, Oh, I don't know that. I'll just, just vern it. Oh, you have them coming to you all the time asking oh, you. No, they're, what they're sort actually, of shit. no, no, because they're actually just gonna go. No, it'll end up being a story or a lecture. Either way, we'll be stuck <laughs> for eternity listening to this man's waffle. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> All right. Go you for ready it. for the first one? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, let's go. I've currently started dating a man exclusively who has been single for the last five years. He's a great guy in so many aspects and we have a lot in common. He has even told me I scare him because I remind him of himself in so many ways. The problem I'm having is I am finding it difficult for him to let me in. I feel because he has been on his own for so long, he has forgotten how to interact with a female on a deeper level. Sometimes I feel like a buddy rather than a girlfriend. Has anyone dealt with this before and what advice would you give me? What a great question. Leave him. No, hang on, that's wrong. (laughs) We're not going to be burning any questions now. I think over the last few years with COVID, we've had less and less social interaction with each other and you know, people have lost that sense of being able to communicate well, when you're only communicating via Zoom, are you not really seeing people? You can lose the knack of readily communication. Maybe he's not someone who actively goes deep in a conversation anyway. What I think that she's asking is that he's not letting her in on a deeper level. They get along great and they've got lots in common and they're very similar, but I think she's feeling like they're just buddies and not going deeper. So I'm wondering whether he might be scared of 
letting someone in for getting hurt or he might not be okay with being vulnerable to break down those walls a bit. If he has been single for a while and he was hurt in his last relationship, then he's probably going to struggle to actually allow her. It's going to have to be bit by bit. It might even mean that she's got to move really slowly in that space. Has she actually asked him that? Has she actually turned around to him and said, hey, I want to know you on a deeper level. I want us to connect on deeper level. I want you to let me in. I understand that might be difficult. That might be something you haven't really done before. Like his past relationships may never have been very deep. I think through my 20s and 30s, I didn't really have deep relationships. And we talked about things. I feel like it's not so much deep conversations as she's saying, maybe he's got some walls still up. Vulnerability. Maybe that's what I'm gathering. Has she been vulnerable with him? I don't know. When someone's vulnerable with you, like before this podcast, you had something that came up for you and you had to be quite vulnerable and you spoke to me about it. Mm. And it's something that we've got better at doing. I've got better at holding space so that I can create like a safe container so you can express who you are without worrying. That was something you told me was quite hard for you. So you wouldn't have told me that two years ago. No. So maybe it's that idea of this that little by little by little. And maybe she needs to step out and go, hey, look, I want to be vulnerable with you and, and express something to you. In doing so, then she starts creating the opportunity for that to happen. You reckon it might open his heart to being a bit more vulnerable? Yeah, maybe. And vulnerability is the key to intimacy, so it might improve in that area too. And vulnerability is the key to deeper connection and to having really good relationships, isn't it? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're right. I like your advice on having that conversation with him and saying, hey, I'm feeling a bit like this, but I feel like I want to connect with you on a deeper level. And her setting the example of being vulnerable and opening up initially, like you said, I think that will help him do the same. And I think you have to preempt it to start off with i know for myself i'm a problem solver so if you say something to me and there's no context i think that you are wanting a problem solved and i'm better at it now i don't leap in and try and solve all the problems unless you say to me hey i just need you to hear me do you don't have to tell me what you think it's not about you something's coming up for me right now and like really give some context to it I am able to settle into listening deeper than if I believed that you want something solved, you want a problem solved. And that allows me to probably hold space for you better as well because then I'm just listening because that's what you need me to do. You just Mm. need me to listen. Most people just want you to listen. Don't they? It's like in a conversation. If you're already thinking about what you're going to say and you're not listening to what that person is saying, then you're missing the whole conversation, you're missing the opportunity for connection Mm. because it's about what you want. But when you really listen, and you're very good at this, I've seen you do this with lots of people, just draw people in with questions and presence Mm. and they'll just open up and share with you. I think it's setting the context for the conversation and then explaining the fact that I want to go deeper in this relationship with you. I don't want to feel just like your buddy. Mm. I want to feel like your intimate partner. And for me, this is what that means. Yeah, just have that raw conversation. There's probably a lot of people out there in relationships who might never really had an intimate conversation before. So it might be quite a tricky conversation to have. Better ask Ben. I hit a few buttons to get to that one. Like I thought I knew what I was doing and then I totally didn't. Go on. Okay, let's okay. ask Vern. Let's ask Vern. Do you still keep pictures of your exes? 
If yes, for what reason? I asked my boyfriend like two months ago if he still had private nudes and normal photos of his ex-girlfriends on his phone and he said yes. And I asked him why he didn't delete them and he said because he had forgotten and that he hadn't time to review all the photos that he had on his phone. But he promised me he would delete them. I have been asking him for several weeks now if he has deleted them and he always tells me he forgets. Am I wrong in asking him to delete these pictures? What could be the reason he doesn't want to delete them? Should I be concerned? I would say that he should definitely delete them. I would also question this forgetting all the time. Like, unless he's a really forgetful person. He's or got he's de- one of our teenagers that he's seems to forget. forget everything. He's got dementia. <laughs> Alzheimer's, there's a medical reason for not remembering. Otherwise, I would probably just sit him down and say, you know what, you have a choice right now. Either you go through and delete them or I go through and delete them. And I reckon he'll get it done really fast (laughs) because he doesn't want you seeing any of those probably. Wow. What do you think? That's interesting. There was a few interesting comments. Oh, yeah, there's some comments. Tell me what other people said. Some were like, you are not wrong in asking him that. If he knows it makes you feel uncomfortable, if he really loves you, he'll delete the picture. I think that's fair too. Like if he really loves you and it's something that really bothers you, then, you know, whatever, just delete him. I think fair enough when you first asked him and he was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Didn't even think about it. That's fair enough. That Mm. might be something which people would do. But if you've been told and then you haven't done the thing and you know that that's really important, then you're stalling. The other person said, for me, I keep them because they're memories and lessons and they help me learn and grow. Is it possible others keep them due to feelings still attached? This person asked. Possibly, but it doesn't fit all scenarios. No, definitely. Mm. See, I don't even get this whole keeping them for to learn your lessons and stuff. You remember what they look like. Like, you don't need to keep any photos of them. I've gone through and deleted everything from my past because I don't need it anymore. Mm. I'm not with that person. I'm with you. I don't need that old stuff. I think nudes is pretty <gasps> oh, God, that's full even, on. Like, yeah. I think that's definitely gone. That's, I don't even think your ex would still that you'd have them, no, would they? Like, God. if you're thinking about it from the ex's point of view. Yeah, that's so true. Like, you'd be horrified if they still had nude photos of yep. you. Definitely. So, yeah, I think that's not cool. <laughs> it's not cool. <laughs> We're from the pre-sexting generation and the pre-dick pics. You just didn't do that stuff. I read a funny, funny meme post the other day and it was like, I was glad I was brought up in the 80s and 90s. There is no evidence of my life and all the stupid things I did posted on social media. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, so true. That's so true, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I never thought about that, but I did some stupid things in the 90s. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I did lots of dumb, really dumbass shit. I might have a couple of photos of my dumb things, but, yeah, nowadays if you're a teen, you're a young adult, then everything's there, isn't it? your whole life and every little pimple and every little problem. Yep, it's all there for people to see. It sure is. You can ask me another question? I've got another question Oh, well, let me, let me hit the button. Better ask Vern. <laughs> Let's burn it. Okay, what about this one? All right. What do you do when your spouse doesn't understand your passions and interests? 
For example, I used to show horses. I have a huge love for animals and such, but I love working with horses. And my husband, they think that horses are a waste of money and he doesn't want to have one or have anything to do with them. He's not interested in them. I love my husband and he is a great guy, but he doesn't understand the things I love. How do I handle this? That's interesting, isn't it? We talked about this in a podcast a while back about taking an interest in each other's interests Mm. and how important that is. Very important. Yeah, because it makes you feel more loved, doesn't it? Absolutely. And you might actually learn something. I found every time I've done that, I'm like, oh, I actually do like that. That Mm. was really interesting. Yeah. More than I thought I would. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, our partners are there to challenge us and uh, help us to step out of what we think we know and first try something new. It's always fun, I think, too, because the person who's showing you the interest is quite excited about it. So Mm. it's kind of nice to share in their excitement even if it's not your thing like it's like oh they're really excited about showing me this or telling me about this thing yeah i just wonder whether it's all about money horses are expensive so he's like oh i'm not interested in having a horse Mm -hmm. maybe that's part of it yeah she has mentioned he says they're a waste of money yeah but i mean that's funny you know people have their own hobbies he might have cars or model airplanes or do something which does cost money too Mm -hmm. so that would be like if she turned around and said no you can't do the thing you love because i don't love it what would your advice be? Leave him. And get a horse? <laughs> get a horse. Get a, get a horse instead. Get two. Get, Knock yourself out. Yeah. You know what? I would say Probably get cheaper. as many horses as you like and tell him, bad luck. This is how it, I'm a horsey person. <laughs> a few cats as well. Just fill your house full of animals. If he's not interested, maybe you have to flip it. Maybe you have to look at something that he's got and be able to go, you know, does this interest you? Do you spend money on it? How do you feel if I didn't like it? Maybe to turn that so he gets to see it from another perspective. Because it seems like he doesn't have empathy for her interests. It's interesting. I was going to suggest that they set themselves a challenge of actually taking an interest, going and doing the interest of the other person she could start and set the example and take an interest in one of his interests could be fishing could be whatever Mm. then he goes and horse riding with her and they go on a date horse riding date or something and you know he might like wineries or wine or food and go horse riding to a winery and make it fun there's something about like when you're with someone else you're not just have them and their family but also their interests and their hobbies and all the things they love because yeah. you know it's not like you're with someone and you pick and choose you know what you like about them you, you might enjoy it. it more than you think you will you might sometimes you could try new things like beck walked into a sex shop the other day oh my god i can't believe you're saying this. i can't believe well look lots of people do it but for beck it was the first oh time oh my god and you, you know, know there's people that we know listen to this that's all right part. they've probably been in a sex shop too it's probably not even called a it's sex the shop first now. time just for everyone out there that was the first time i'd actually been, walked into one yeah you know i think when i first said let's go in there and find you something nice to wear you were like oh hang on a second because there's all these preconceived ideas about this thing and yeah you, i thought we were going to check out bras and things and you were like oh no oh no we're going to the adult shop we're like, going to the adult oh shop. i'm a little challenged by that but because okay. i'm because i'm a, not an adult i do like challenge. i do like <laughs> and what did you think i actually really found it fascinating yeah it's really interesting there were so many interesting things in there mm. like wow how many toys are there so many toys out there and things to play with like i was just like oh this is fascinating why haven't i done this before <laughs> she really liked it there you go so you know you never know you just try something new yeah and you might be a bit challenged by it but i think supporting each other in that as yeah. well 
is good. Being challenged is okay. I was really impressed by how well you took it, actually. Thanks. <laughs> I thought you were going to run. <laughs> you're just like, oh, that's not going to happen. I even joked around with the lady at the front. You're hilarious. <laughs> you're funny. You're a funny person. <laughs> All right. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Hang on a sec. Questions are back. Here's the uh, question. So, my boyfriend and I have the best relationship, very honest and open with each other, but I have to confess I do keep one thing from him. I do a little weed here and there. He is very against it and doesn't know I do it, so she smokes a bit of weed. Mm. I always feel so guilty. I don't want to disappoint upset him, but I haven't had the best childhood and I have depression and anxiety and anger issues, and it just really helps me mentally to help control those emotions. What should I do? That's a really good question. Because some people do use it for medicinal purposes. As long as, you know, that's what she's doing and it's not like it's suppressing all the things she needs to deal with. If she's just using mm. it for medicinal purposes, I think she should tell him. I think she should say, hey, you might not approve of this, but this is something I do for these reasons. And, you know, it just helps me a little bit take the edge off things. I don't know. I think maybe she, she should tell him. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, definitely. The thing is, though, if he's very against it, I think both people have to actually explain where they come from and what's going on for him. He might have a reason why he's against it. But I was very much against things like um, speed and those sort of drugs when I was young because I had a friend who got heavily involved in it and really messed him up. It's not like she's doing heroin or something. No, no, she's not. It's it's, It's not like it's affecting her life. It's not like she's... Hardcore addicted to something. Yeah, and I think the fact is, is that at the end of the day, it's actually the the not being honest with him about. Yeah, that'll that'll affect him more. That will definitely affect. And if he finds out, then he'll be more upset, won't he, by her not saying? Yeah, probably more upset than actually the fact that she's smoking weed. Yeah, is that he hasn't been told? Yeah. Hasn't been told about it. I think have the conversation. Have the conversation. It actually probably applies to many things people might hide, you know, that they feel their partner might not be entirely comfortable with. I think you're better off having the conversation. I think honesty is always the best policy. And they might come around and see things from your perspective anyway. They might join in. They might. (laughs) (laughs) Might want to have a session with you. (laughs) Okay, your turn. It might might help the sex life. She get very horny and hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Might be more intimate that night. I don't know. <laughs> he seemed to have a lot of knowledge about this question. <laughs> All right, go on your turn. That's what I've heard anyway. Next question for you is better ask Ben. I love that button. Thoughts on your partner speaking to exes when they have had too much to drink. Or trying to add them on Facebook. So this person says, currently I sit here in tears because I tried to calmly talk to my partner after finding out that once again he had reached out to another ex when drinking with his sister. If it were me, it would be the end of the relationship. But my partner says I can't control who he speaks to, which I agree with. I also don't want to put up with being made to feel like I'm not enough or that he's trying to rekindle things or jump ship with an ex. I wouldn't dream of talking to my exes because I know how it would make my partner feel. Am I overreacting? I already feel like I'm not enough. Whenever I try to express my feelings, I hit a brick wall and my partner jumps straight on the defensive and we end up arguing. What would your advice be? Wow. I'm telling me he should stop drinking and <laughs> he, should, he shouldn't be allowed his phone when he's drinking. Yeah. That's weird that he was like drinking with his sister and then decided to reach out to his ex. Like, yeah. 
Okay, strange. I don't know. I, 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 well, his I, sister. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like he's actually trying to get back into an old relationship. Otherwise, why would you? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just leave well enough alone? It's over, it's over. And yeah. Maybe he needs to actually sort out some stuff that's left over from that relationship. Problem is that he's reaching out to his ex, but something about that connection that's still there. Yeah, otherwise he wouldn't reach out to them. Exactly. So that's the mm. thing that needs to be sorted out. Mm. I think he needs to sort that out. Yeah, absolutely. How would he do that? I don't know. Go and see a counsellor. Yeah. Go, go and talk about it. Yeah. And maybe he needs to fully commit to this relationship where he goes, okay, I need to just delete them off. Don't reach out for them. Delete their numbers. Mm. Delete their contacts. And just fully be present and committed to this one. Maybe doesn't realise the full impact of what's happening because he might, and the thing is, if he's actually, every time she met, brings it up and he's getting all upset, there's a trigger, mm. so there's a problem. So there's something going on there that he doesn't want to talk about, but maybe it needs to come from her explaining the fact that she actually doesn't trust him mm. because of that. And when a man's been told, oh, I don't trust you because you're doing this thing, they can turn around and yell and rant all they like, but that's a fact. That's how that person feels. So. Mm. And she's going to keep, she's going to put a guard up then and that's going to block any connection, communication or intimacy. Oh, definitely. It kills intimacy. Because she, Cause she doesn't trust. worried about getting hurt. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. She won't feel safe. I have a feeling that relationship won't even last long mm. because if that's happening, he's not happy in the relationship she's not feeling safe mm. it's not gonna last long maybe that needs to be the ultimatum it's like you know what if you want to be with them you be with them i need to be out of this and that would probably be the best thing for her is actually to walk away from that yeah because yeah. he doesn't sound like he's can be very trustworthy mm. good advice okay you ready mm -hmm. all righty so this question a woman reaching out wanting to hear some opinions especially from guys so she had a chat with her husband so and that's why you're asking me. <laughs> <laughs> Questions for Burke. They're driving and she's asked him, can you book a doctor's appointment for me? And he says, why? And she says, I'm having a pain in my breast for a week and need to get him checked. And he said, okay. And that's the end of conversation. And he kept silent after it. And so I asked him if he wanted to know or ask something. And he responded, I'm not worried. Let the doctor check it. She said, are you concerned if I'm worried? Do you think you should ask if I'm okay? And he was like, oh, okay. Are you worried? Guys, what would be your response if your wife mentioned she's undergoing pain and probable cancer diagnosis? <laughs> Big leap there. She Aww. says they're married for a long time. They love each other. But they usually have issues in communication and understanding each other. <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you think. Maybe he's a really chilled out, down to earth guy that doesn't really sweat stuff unless he really, really needs to. So maybe he's not going to worry about it unless he needs to worry about it. So he's waiting for the doctor to check. If it, something is bad, then he's going to get concerned. Maybe that's his personality. You can see it from her point of view, though. Are, we like, are you not going to be a little bit worried or interested in this? Like, <laughs> I can see it from both flips of the corner. And she might be more of the worrier in the relationship. Mm. One of the comments was, I think this is all males. <laughs> <laughs> There's sometimes you're like, oh, is everything okay? What's going on? You look at me like I'm concerned yeah. and I'm thinking about something ridiculously banal and I'm like, oh, I wonder if I can build that thing over there. Or I'm just like in my own headspace thinking about the things I need to do for work. Or, you know, I'm not really going in too deep. That's what the 
boys are like. Our boys our are like. Our teenage boys. I yeah. know oh, they're they're not they're not having deep conversations about. So they're trying to talk gaming with us and about the I movie. And, yeah, I don't think a lot of the time they'll worry unless they need to worry about it. I would say that it's really normal. <laughs> I think there's an expectation here, which yeah. is you should be worried for me because I'm worried. Yep, she wants him to be worried about it too. Maybe she thinks he's not caring by not worrying, but it's not the way he's wired. He's Maybe he's just like, I don't worry about it unless I need to. Why, no. you know, let the doctor check it first and then I'll worry about it if, I, if yeah. it's something bad. And I actually think it's actually not healthy to worry about things unless you need to worry about things. You know, I know that my male friends would I just like meh whatever you know doctors meh, you know mm. they're not too fussed about things <laughs> and then they're pretty laid back I think yeah. if she turned around and said to him hey I'm a little bit worried about this feeling a little bit anxious about it mm. I just want to tell you because I want you to know I might need your support mm. then you're actually being really clear about why you're telling the thing and that's I- maybe what he needs though Maybe yeah. he needs her to be really clear. More like, direction. Yeah. Because I don't think it's like any ill intent or neglectfulness no. on his part. I think maybe he's just not wired that way to worry unless he needs to. Yeah. yeah. Or even ask questions. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, I don't know how to deal with that. That's not my business. That's the doc. You know, the doctor knows that job. Probably one of those things that come up all the time for them as well. And there's that great meme where it's got this woman sitting there going over, oh, he's been really quiet for a while and I'm really worried. Maybe he's, maybe he's had enough of me. Maybe he's bored with me. Maybe he doesn't, he doesn't think love this is going to work. Maybe he doesn't love me anymore. Maybe we should, maybe we need to go and talk to some. Maybe we're going to talk to a couple's counsellor or maybe this is the end of it. And then cuts to him and he's like, I don't know how to fix that bike. Maybe that might Bike's missing it. It's missing that thing. And I, oh, I That's that. so typical. <laughs> oh, oh they're hungry. What should I eat? Oh yeah, I did that. I'll do that. I'll be off in my. I'll be off in my. That's actually you as well. You, yeah, I'm a little bit. Like you're a bit that. like that. A little bit like oh, food. I'm really like that with work. When I have work on my mind and I'm thinking about work, in my head there's nothing else really as important as that. Mm. And sometimes we have that issue where why isn't this concerning her? Why isn't she worried about this work thing? Why isn't she having input in this and Mm. And dealing with this now like I am? Yeah, And you're probably thinking – why is he not worried about the teenagers and the blah, blah, blah? Yeah, mine's all relationship stuff, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? And other task stuff. Sometimes. We've actually come to that agreement and understanding about each other. I think for us, when we have conversations, we're probably a little bit clearer about what we want from that conversation and what we're asking for and what we need. Because if you don't ask for what you need, you can't have expectations on it. Well, your expectations are based on how you feel. Yeah, and the other person's never going to know Sometimes that. They, yeah, that's it. It's not. It, it, they and might know how you think. They're not always going know how you feel and they're not going to know how to respond because you want the other person to respond the way you, you would respond, respond. yeah exactly. and they're probably wired quite differently interesting question i like that one right so thanks so much for listening to another tricky questions i hope you've been enjoying all our episodes we've had a couple about with books we've talked to a couple of authors we are going to explore a few more books it's about time we did our next season of seven somethings yeah so <laughs> tune in for that tune in for that See you next time. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and follow us. And check out our website at rekindlingrelationships.com. Bye for now. See ya.